Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. All right, welcome back to Coach Soul. And again, uh, Kenya is with me, and I'm so happy uh, that we are together and talking to about a, you know, a lot about uh, life, how to be a better you, and how to help the dynamics of relationships. Yeah. Kenya, how's your week been? Oh my gosh, it's been incredible. And with a lot of moving parts and it's real life. It's, it's really all good. Um, mother tutoring, coaching, hosting masterminds next week, hosting retreats, recording podcasts and still doing me. You know, it's amazing. And that's one of the things that I try to preach about is we get so involved with everything in life that we forget about taking time out for us to recharge like a cell yes. phone. We need to plug in to us sometimes. And, you know, I slept since last time we talked about, and I wrote down what we're supposed to communicate about this week. So let's play off that word communicate. Let's go. Let's talk about uh, a series that uh, Kenya and I have agreed upon that I think will help our listeners, especially relationships mainly, in regards to how do we talk to one another. Mm. And the way this popped up, Kenya, was it's interesting because I had several potential clients call me this week. And in, in, in at least That's three wonderful. instances, yes. And in three instances, these women were calling about setting up marital counseling. Wow. And in one instance that I remember in, in speaking with this person, and it was within a minute or so, I said, let me interject real quick. I said, you have this alpha female presence about you. Yeah. How did you know? I've got people, my coworkers, my husband, and people telling me I have this alpha personality. And, you know, it's... um when I think about the frequency and the tone, I yeah. tend to hear what you said. And then you had this reel uh, about you and your son and the communication back and forth. It was interesting and funny. You know, what are some of the reasons that you think um, that women get into the alpha female dominant role that can sometimes intimidate men? Father wound. Mm, I've heard that term so many times. Father one. Yes. Speak I don't want to go too. Yeah. I don't want to go too deep into it because it's an entire quarter of the mastermind I host. Mm. It is so deep in our DNA because when I say father one, you're going to hear what my own father. Right. But we forget that your father had a father that had a father that had a father that had a father. So you're really talking about the masculine wound. So you put the facade that 
it's all about protection. You want to control, so you won't be controlled, but nobody's controlling you. It's all here. And you get used to that. That becomes your new habit, your new you, your new frequency. And yes, for being dominant in a way of that you're, uh, let me upgrade my language. Yes, for being confident. Yes, for have high self-esteem and worthiness, but being dominant is actually the opposite of all of that. It's actually being scared of, 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 of really showing up your vulnerability and open up for someone else to come in, in that case, a male, feeling safe and enough around a male, which I go one step deeper, feeling safe and enough and worthy around yourself that you don't have to. You see, most dominant women, most alpha women, they're big doers. Go, 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 do, 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 right? You just asked me about how was my week. One would say, I, you, you went, do, 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 do. But my state of being was so joyful. That's why I don't even feel exhausted. If it was me from three, four years ago, I would have panic attacks of how much doing I'm doing. But it is so joyful. Oh, and I didn't say that this year I am homeschooling my three kids. And you say, Kenna, how are you doing everything? Because I don't, I'm not focusing on the doing. Right. I'm focusing on yes for structure, yes for aligned action, but I'm really allowing them to do self-leadership. I'm allowing places, places in my life to actually be life-given versus drain. You started this podcast saying, well, sometimes we gotta recharge. Uh, Steve, let's go for all the time. Yes. So and if you're if you don't have anchors in your life that is actually feeding you and bringing you joy and life and filling up your battery, then you will be like a kid. Right. Because you're always running out of battery, energy. You don't have patience for this. I don't have time for this. It's like snippy. I get it. And, you know, we call this life adulting. You know, we have got to go adulting 100%. right now. And it's like, let it be just you. Mm. And, so you know, when we focus centering ourselves, being able to resonate our feelings and emotions and allow us to feel those things. And a lot of times what I see in therapy is people stop, avoid, dissonance, and just not admonish what's happening to them. And so this is where the mental state we come to going to therapy because I can't figure out what's wrong with me. Well, Steve, they gave up, right? It's the avoidance doesn't come from wake up one day, in my opinion, from where I'm sitting and please pay attention to my language, listeners. It's not that Steve and I knows the answer of everything. It's from my perspective. Right. In this moment, tomorrow might be different. Mm -hmm. But I really feel like you don't wake up one day saying, you know what, I'm just going to avoid today. And I'm just going to sit in suffering and lick my wounds. It's, it's not conscious. Correct. You fought so much, and I dare to say, you saw your parents fighting so much 
life has this flavor that you have accepted that life is hard, then you die. You know, that's but interesting. But they have to be. But but our thought processes is, you know, it comes out in our, how we communicate. With ourselves first, Steve. Yes, totally agree. And it, it only dialogue within ourselves, but it also comes out with our speech with one another. And, you know, it, it really was uh, highlighted with, within the therapy for me when I hear a couple saying, well, I told you so. Mm. Or I told you this, don't you remember? And that's really guilt-shaming frequency talk. And self-righteousness. I mm. told you. I'm right, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. There's no there there is no growth when there's hierarchy of I'm right, you're wrong. There's no connection and bonding. I dare to say love. So unless you want it out of your relationship, you don't go for you see that? I was right. I told you. And Steve, ladies. I've been there. I've been their wife. I've been in, in couples counseling in my year four of marriage. I, I won it out. That's actually how I became who I am right now. I mean, this therapist was so incredible that I was like, I want to do what he's doing. I want to be able to listen so with my heart so open, with such sensory acuity, listening to the listening, that I will, I will listen to their frequencies and I'll be able to help them. Right. To really get to the core, not the symptom. It was a life change. I mean, I mean, I love the work you do, Steve, for real. Thank you. But again, it was because I almost, my marriage almost fall, fell apart because I was so hurt. And, and and for me, because I was in pain, obviously he was responsible for my pain. I was totally projecting upon him and I created evidence that supported my thought process. And I didn't realize that I was just, I was literally repeating generational patterning of divorce. I was this close. You know, my mother divorced three times, my grandmother twice and yeah. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. You know, one of the things that, you know, resonated with me that I'm doing my doctoral degree. And one of the things that I'm looking at is how do these wounds creep up in our communication style to one another? And one of the things I want to talk about, too, is that when we go from I told you last week and that's guilt and shaming. Because that's the way we were brought up in the household is the yep. guilt, shame, discipline is what if I say, instead of saying, I told you last week about da, 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 you're just not listening to me. I know that stems from hurt and frustration from when a woman speaks that to a man, but it, I try to help with being able to, how do we speak to a man? I explained, you know, the last time we spoke that I thought this is what I said, because sometimes my brain works faster than my mouth. Yeah. And I was trying to explain, and I wanted to revisit that, that with you. Perfect. So we spoke a lot about the I structure. 
Yes. I feel from my perspective, I experienced, I thought versus you said, you all is, right? And I, I want to go one step further. Before you get to communicating, check your personal state. Mm. Because if you are tired or triggered, please don't speak. Let the frequency move through your body. Let that emotion move. Emotion, energy, emotion. Go for a walk around the house if you need to. Go to the bathroom, breathe four sets of four. Or two sets of four. It's easy. Then you for, communicate. But it's easy for us to sit here and communicate this. So I want you to kind of expound. No, a little no, bit no. More. It, it actually isn't because when I am with my husband uh -huh. and I'm and I'm feeling that I'm about to be snappy because man, I had a long day. Like I, I don't have time for this. Do you know right. that the yes. frequency? Like, oh, there we go. I don't have time for this. <laughs> the difference is I don't speak. I notice the thought. Hmm. And then I communicate, I'm actually really tired. Can we revisit this question in about five minutes? I don't want to snap on you. I love you. And I, I, I actually cannot process the question you're asking me right now. Like, hey, honey, did you da, 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 da. And I would say, yeah, let's talk about this. Or it's not a good time for me to talk about it. Who is telling you that you have to communicate on the spot? Do you have a gun over your head? No. You know, you, that's funny because I say similar thing is, is, is that person making me do it because they have a gun to my head? No. And, and one of the things that, that what I was going with was that let's say you are tired, you're exhausted, you're stressed out from work, you walk in the door, he's sitting on the couch, the kitchen's a mess. Oh my gosh, look at this kitchen. And he becomes defensive because of his mm -hmm. own wounds and mm -hmm. says, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. What do oh you want me gosh, to do? Oh my gosh, there we right? go again. And this so we B go word. for a tit mm -hmm. for tat and we begin to argue and we don't know why we argued in the first place. Mm -hmm. How do you help women if they're coming home and they're stressed, they open that door and I know it's easy emotionally to blurt out, oh my gosh, look at this kitchen. How do you help them in that transition to help their husband when you're communicating with them that the husband doesn't feel put down, but can be elevated in such a way? Consciousness. Okay. Speak to why, that. Why do we like dogs? You open the door, they come jumping on you, mm. wagging. So you are creating, when I noticed that I was creating that resentment in my kids, you saw the reel I did about my, my son. Well, it, the way you communicate with my son and my kids, it's kind of the same thing. I'm the same person. So the difference is actually in motherhood, you, you might feel that because you're the mama, you, you know, it's easier to shame them. I told you to that pick up your stuff from the floor, da, da, da. You know, it's use. It's, it's easy to become that person that just tells them to do stuff. Right. But then we treat our, our, our husbands the same way. Mm -hmm. So if I want to be loved, which I do, well, at least he's preparing dinner. No, I don't agree with pizza. I think it's unhealthy, but I don't have to prepare dinner. That, that is his best for the moment. 
So the kitchen is a mess. Well, at least he's in the kitchen. It's consciousness. It's true listening, like, what is the intention? Is he trying to mess up my kitchen? Or see the way, because that's the way we think. I, I use the, the normal, my kitchen, <laughs> my house. That's how we think. <laughs> it's how I think, you know, when I'm triggered, especially. But he's there. She's there. The intention is to support. So can you raise yourself and, and allow, allow yourself to not judge yourself for having the thought of screaming, but don't scream. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I see you. I see what you're doing here. Thank you for the initiative. I and then another it. time, another time you say, maybe, maybe next time we could plan our meal so we don't have to eat pizza three times a week. Mm-hmm. I want to interject something real quick. Yeah. Because we're speaking to women, mm-hmm. this is no way of blaming women. It's just a podcast for this segment of how to help women to be more aware consciously in how they speak because words damage men. 100%. And I say that because not only am I a man, but way back when I had my father, I had my mother wounds. And as I got older and became more emotionally intelligent, I was able to deal with my trauma. I was able to deal with the negativity in my life and able to be more firm and grounded. And that takes time. And that's the next podcast of how men need Mm -hmm. to speak to women. Well, I heard that before that it's all about admiration for men to feel safe. He needs to feel admired and a woman needs to feel loved. And I call that the core sentiments because the truth is I want to be admired too. I want to feel seen as a woman and man also wants to feel loved. So it goes both ways. But if I want my husband, my man to be more of a man, of a companion, of a friend, of, of a, a partner, then I need to build him up. Yes. The end. If what, what I don't build him, literally speaking, thank you for taking the initiative. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I see you. That's not the time to say, but maybe this is unhealthy. You <laughs> you stay, stay on the positive. Stay there. Thank you for taking initiative. Thank you for picking up the kids. Wow. Thank you for taking the dogs out. I see you. Look, did you have a haircut? I mean, the things that we want, we want them to notice. Notice some them. Like, actually, man is much simpler. Well, and one of the things, too, I, I you, you kind of triggered a, a thought process here when you use the word butt. And I talk about that in the sessions, that be careful about where you put your butt. No and butt. Talk about the one that you're sitting on. I'm talking about the word that you use. And in other words, it's how you phrase your words. Yeah. I love you, but I really do not like. No, how no, no. There's me. no, but it, they, it, that you, you don't, this is a different conversation, Steve. Yes. If you want healing now, unless you want it out of your marriage, then be honest with yourself, be authentic. Life is going to be hard with or without. So choose, you know, uh, you know, what, what are you, what are you thinking? Mm. Because the truth is, does it have to be hard? No. Is that how you're thinking? Yes. Where does your come? Where does your thinking come from? Generational. Well, who's gonna stand up to clean up the lineage? Is that gonna be you or your children? 
or your children's children. So when I thought, when that thought process came to me, my courage like exponentially grew tenfold because of my love for my children. You know what? I'll have the courage to clean up. I'll have the, I never seen a woman treating a man nice because I've never seen a healthy relationship with my mom and you know, my dad walked away when I was three. Then my stepfather was not a good person and he just left. You know, that's another story. He was abusive to me and my 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 sister. Um, that's when my mom ended up in America. Then she remarried this American guy. I never had a relationship with him. He died. And anywho, so I get to discover how a relationship with a man works. It's and either me or my children. It's going to be right. me. So I use words like appreciative. Mm. I appreciate you, honey. I make sure to use long words that land. Hey, darling, I appreciate you. And I'm not telling you, Steve, we we started this conversation saying my marriage is under construction. I actually feel like I have mastered a few areas of my life. My marriage is still healing because I'm still healing. And that's that's a perfect moment to recognize that we're still in the growth process. hundred percent. It is never a sit back on the mountaintop and just enjoy the beauty of it. There's mm-hmm. still work that has to be done on the mountaintop. And when you do the work on the mountaintop, it becomes a little easier to go through the valley. Yes. Because you prepped the work, you became proactive yes. within the relationship. And a lot about words of communication, you know, next week we're going to be talking about, you know, uh, how men need to be communicating with the women and, you know, communication is powerful and it's the words is the vibration that we feel Mm. and how we use our words and And, it takes work. I would like to say this because I see it in my sons, right? It's the same frequency. If they feel judged, they shut down. Mm-hmm. If my husband feels judged, it's my different, I might not even use any word. But if in my frequency, I'm judging what he's creating or how he's being, he feels shut down. Right. So there is no opening. Shut down means the door is closed. There's no opening to to communicate, to create love, to to have fun, to have fun. So in the next three minutes that we have, Kenya, there was a reel mm-hmm. on Facebook that I, I saw with you and getting your son to repeat back what you're wanting him to do. Yeah. I know we can't show it on here, but can you re- can you expound upon the importance of a mother teaching her son how to love and to recognize within himself that he has the power to love. What was that? What was that real about? I, I was really, well, I was about to start my mastermind and it was all about clearing the mother, the, the father wound, the, the mother okay. wound. Sorry. Uh, father wound was two weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? Hey, you know what? And I know in my core that I was a unconscious mama when he was little, I have right. repeated the patterns. So I'm like, hey, Noah, just so you know, you're fully loved just the way you are, okay? And I st- and he's like, mm-hmm, whatever. He was eating. And I said, no, repeat after me. I, and he goes, mom, I'm trying to chill, mom. <laughs> I'm like, no, say it. 
So because I can I can get my children to do anything if it's fun, if it's the playful, playful mode. And I can get my husband to do too. And it's it's all about fun and play. So I got my, my son to repeat, I am fully loved just the way I am. I have no motherhood. Let's go. I have no mother wounds. Do you get that? It's like, mom, I got that. <laughs> and but and there. here's the and he will always remember. Yes, that's right. Oh, my mom was so annoying or whatever. Still, he repeated. And he knows I adore him. And no, I'm I'm not I'm not I am not consciously creating the hurt people hurt people I'm, I'm standing on i am whole i am healed and if another healing layer shows up to be seen i will step on it courageously and i'll bring my children with me to repeat with me to command with me to be in authority with me when they speak when we speak we're calling in the realms we're calling in the holy spirit god come on now flesh it out it's a new day. It's a new time. If I say so, there is no mother wounds. There is no mother wounds. As long as we are not denying that we still have mother wounds that we need to address. But, but what I am saying is, okay. and when it brings to you, if it shows up, you address, but you're yes. not trauma hunting. Because in this moment, you are fully loved. If you get triggered and something else shows up, then you address that. But in that moment, I wanted him to anchor that I loved him. And whatever happened in the past, I was unconscious. Whatever scream, screaming, um, do losing doors at six years old and, you know, spanking. I was unconscious that way, you know, just repeating the Latino style. Pow, pow, pow. I wouldn't do that again, but I did it. You know, it, it's it's interesting how you bring in a different light and perspective. And as we have to end this podcast, as always, it's important to be able to register yourself first before speaking to another person. Yeah. Because we don't want to misalign or hurt another person. Until next time, take care and God bless. today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.